Sally. Hi there. There we go. Hi. Yes, technology working at its best right now. <laughs> yes, that is great. Yes, absolutely. So we are finally on the live podcast. So I will make some notes and then um, put it live. So it's not live live, but it's like live okay. recording right now. Right. If that makes okay. sense. Awesome. Super. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so, so very much, Sally, for being here today. I am deeply grateful <laughs> for your words of wisdom that you will be sharing today. And um, Well, I'm kind of you... happy to be here. Absolutely. Are you able to talk a little bit about yourself um, with regards to, you know, breast cancer journeys of other women that you're aware of as well as your um, journey. So we were talking earlier and you said you are a surgical oncologist and God knows, I know surgical oncologists are angels from God. (laughs) So (laughs) could you tell us a little bit more about yourself, Sally? Well, I am practiced in a major cancer center in Dallas, Texas for about 30 years where I had the privilege of walking hand in hand really with women who were just being diagnosed with breast cancer. Oftentimes after the diagnosis, the surgeon is the first person that they would see and begin to just collect some of the information about the journey ahead. And so I had the opportunity to really take them from that first scary moment all the way Hmm. through, uh, see them through their surgical treatment and then would follow them for many years. And so Hmm. I really had an opportunity to, I would say, walk with families because Hmm. it's it's very much a family that is affected. Um, Yes. Probably a couple of thousand families through their breast cancer journey. And um, it, I was, always very touched by their strength, by their courage. Mm. Um, And it's a time to reevaluate everything in your Mm. life practically Mm. because things that you were anticipating are oftentimes completely Mm. disrupted. But anyway, what I saw time and again is that it was a time, the the physical battle, we were talking a little Mm. bit about the physical battle yes. is, is, is cut, cut and dried. You do a certain yep. procedure, have certain drugs, yes. you know, and, and people can tell you when that starts and when that finishes. Mm. But yes. the emotional and the spiritual mm. healing is a different matter altogether. Absolutely. It's more complex. It's more complicated. Mm-hmm. There's no roadmap. There's yes. no step mm. one, step two, step three. Wow. Uh, when yes. you are diagnosed with breast cancer, it's very much a grieving process because Mm. life as it was is no longer the same. And so women traverse that in many different ways. And Mm. anyway, so I found myself privileged to be able to walk with these families uh, through this. Sorry about that. My got my little kitty. Oh, no, you're right. We'll try to put him somewhere where he's not (laughs) meowing at us (laughs) because how funny. You you bring up so much uh, things that resonate with me. And even now, right, this is life, (laughs) just as we've heard 
now, right? With their kitties. That's their right. life, right? So right. you bring up a great, great, great point, Sally. So uh, as I had said earlier, I used to work as an oncology nurse. And so I knew the script, quote unquote. Right. <laughs> it was totally different when I then became that patient. Right. You know, so I think, you know, I, I reflected, you know, over the last two years on, you know, how I'm, I'm, how I'm processing the information that I'm getting, essentially, right? So I'm curious to see if you have, and I'm taking notes, if you have like right. top life lessons that you've learned in being such a beautiful inspiration to your patients over the decades. Well, one of the one of the first lessons I I, I would say for especially for a woman mm. recently uh, diagnosed with breast cancer is yeah. the first thought that comes to mind is you want to know hmm. why do I have this what caused yes. this and yeah. so you know and you'll read and you'll go on the internet but in, in any case <laughs> yeah. I I, I want to say yeah. to that woman that's just current you know just being diagnosed or just recently being hmm. diagnosed. There's nothing that you did or did not do Absolutely. that caused that cancer. And I yes. say that because you can look at a list of, of risk factors. Mm. What, what people never understand, it's never really explained about those risk factors is that yeah. those are population studies that help us identify exactly. as a scientific community what yep. could be, you know, impacting the rate of breast cancer. But mm-hmm. whether you drank alcohol, whether you took estrogen, those, yeah. whether you have a family history, whether you have anything on that list of, yep. of risk factors, those are, hmm. those are not in and of themselves determinants that you exactly. as an individual yep. will get breast yes. cancer. So exactly. if you're on the list, it doesn't mean you'll get it. If you're not on the list, it doesn't mean that you're immune from breast cancer. Yep. All those are, are just population mm. trends. And so I mm. often find that women, you mm. know, they, they saddle themselves with guilt about maybe they've had mm. more stress in their life recently mm. and that's what caused yeah. it or any number yeah. of things. And so the very first thing that I want people to understand is mm. it wasn't, we, it wasn't something you said did or didn't mm. do or any of those things. So, A, and B, when you focus on why did I get this, it's Hmm. it's detracting your emotional energy to something that's that can't help you. In other words, you know, this is a stressful time. So you want to focus your energies on things that are going to give Hmm. bring life to you. So trying to figure out what it was or why or could I have done something differently? None of that is none of that is helpful in terms of fighting Mm -hmm. the battle. So the first thing I want to say to ladies is rest that question. I mean, there isn't an answer. There's, you know, science is still trying to sort it all out, Mm -hmm. but that's not a useful way, way to think, even though that's the very first thing that normally Mm -hmm. comes to mind. And the other thing is for the, the newly diagnosed woman, Hmm. And you, I'm sure you experienced this yourself. Yeah. The first thing you think is, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. Yes. I mean. I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's normal. But the truth of the matter is most likely you're going to get treated and you're not going to die, at least not next week or next month. Exactly. And, yeah. 
you know, so you can take a deep breath and mm. look at, you know, look at your options and mm. proceed, not at a pace that seems like panic and frantic, wow. but at a pace where you can walk in peace, mm. even through breast cancer. Wow. Wow. I, I so, 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 so love that because that really, really resonates with me. Um, and to your point, I mean, I freaked out and my defense mechanism at the time was denial. I right. No. And I used to work as a medical te- technologist. So I, I'm calling the hospital like, is it possible y'all switch my so- slides? I mean, right. Right. <laughs> it, it, it was silly, but that was my thinking. I was like, not me, not me. Right. Um, but then, you know, to your point, just being able to sit back and looking at your options so that you can evaluate effectively before deciding on next steps, right? Right. Um, so that it's, you know, not rushed unless, you know, you're at a dire need for interventions right away. Right, right. But otherwise, just sit. But there is time. Yes, there is yes, time. Yes, that is true. To, to ask questions. And the other thing Absolutely. I would, you know, that you probably would, would agree with is yep. that your medical team mm-hmm. is there to serve you. Yes. In yes. other words, what I like to see is women taking ownership mm. of their own health journey. Wow. wow. I mean, and to realize hmm. that A, it's possible especially with the internet these days, it's possible Absolutely. to get the information you need yes. to really understand what are the medical decisions being made and yes. to participate in yes. those decisions. Yes. Uh, it isn't over your head. It's, it's not over anybody's head. Anything that a physician mm. says to you could mm-hmm. be said in plain English. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's, it's not rocket science. It's this yes. drug. It's that procedure. Yeah. I mean, and it can be explained if they don't explain it in plain English, then keep, then, then keep, keep looking until you understand. And I'm not saying, exactly. you know, dismiss that doctor, but I'm just right, saying right. until you have the answers to your questions Absolutely. and you be the one, the woman who's going through cancer, she be, should be the one with her family. Mm. having the final say, making the decisions. Don't be intimidated by the medical system out there who would make you think that you're just not smart enough. Trust me, I'll Mm. tell you what to do. That's not, that's not true. You are smart enough and they they are there to serve you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love, I love that. And I think that is absolutely empowering. And I, if I could jump, I'd be jumping right now. <laughs> That's so resonates with me. And um, I love how you said that because we always have to remember. Like, so yes, you will have yourself as a patient in the driver's seat, but you're walking side by side with your care team. So like your care plan team. Right. Or your physician team or your social workers, everybody like we have this, I'm originally from Nigeria, so we have this African proverb. It takes a village. It literally does. Right. <laughs> so embrace your village, <laughs> essentially. Right. But I love the power of you saying that out. Um, and in your work that you've done really over the years, 
do you have so I, I noted down a couple of life lessons so it's no well get rid of the reason to know why right when right. you first get that news yes it is shocking yes it is devastating but sit back right and feel your I think someone said um one of the other podcast episodes they said feel your emotions for right. what they are don't deny them but right. feel them and once you're done feeling them, okay, then it's okay. What do we do to move forward from knowing? Right. And also, um, you said to like rest, <laughs> rest your answer. So starting to you know worry about why, but why? Nah, that's not imp- not as important right now. Right, it's <laughs> as not- your energy. Yes, exactly. It's not that it's not a valid question. It is a valid question. But the point is, don't waste your, you know, this is a time where you need every ounce of your emotional energy to fight the battle. And so that's a distraction. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so for the woman out there, so you talked about like a woman who may have just gotten diagnosed and yes, she's on that trajectory uh a lot of information coming in you know doctor google might have some things to say you know and she's trying to filter through all that information so that's for the newly diagnosed woman what would you say to the woman who is done with active treatment um but she's on maintenance medications like hormone therapy right and she's I don't know, maybe like two, three years, maybe four or five years, maybe longer post um, hormone therapy now that it's going up to like 10 years. Right. Um, so what would you say if she's at year eight? She's oh, like, wow. Well, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if I got, I got that, um, I don't know, maybe she thinks that she might have some hip pain. Right. Like, what, what if it's a stage four now? <laughs> what would you say to her? Well, that that's another very good point and that is you know let's you know l- take the woman who's under treatment let's say that mm-hmm. you know now the treatment is stopped yes oftentimes yeah. that's a time of anxiety because yep. prior to this you were having scans you were seeing mm. the doctor people yeah. were doing things in order to fight this cancer and then all yeah. of a sudden now you're yeah. out on the ocean in your little mm. sailboat and yeah there's nobody there. I mean, you might yeah. see the doctor in, again in six months yeah. or whatever. And so oftentimes, you know, emotionally you're so geared up to fight the battle. It's hmm. like, okay, so now the battle is over mm. or at least, you know, phase one of the battle. I mean, you yeah. may be on hormonal, but yes. oftentimes that is a very uncomfortable feeling. Mm. And what happens is that woman starts to be, controlled by the fear what if tomorrow i have a recurrence Hmm. and that fear Hmm. can dominate her life five years eight years ten years Hmm. down the road still Hmm. worrying about maybe the shoe's going to drop tomorrow yeah and that robs her Hmm. of those years of life there's no reason to allow that fear to be the Hmm. controller Wow. of her thoughts, of her behavior. And what I teach, what, what I've learned from personal experience and I've, I've seen it work for others mm-hmm. is you have to replace that negative thinking like, you know, what if I have a recurrence tomorrow? Mm. Replace that with 
positive. I personally, I will go to scripture. You know, if that's not your persuasion, then positive something. But you can't, you're not going to be successful telling yourself not to be afraid of a recurrence. In other words, you you can't decide I'm not going to be afraid. The the way to conquer that fear is when you find yourself thinking, oh my gosh, is, mm-hmm. is this pain that I have in my toe? Is this mm-hmm. a recurrence? You you replace that thinking immediately with either scripture or whatever you've mm. you know cho- chosen to be positive thinking. Yes. You know, something different. You so so what does help is replacing those negative thoughts mm. with something that you've decided ahead of time, hey, I'm gonna have this in my back pocket yep. <laughs> and I'm gonna use it. Yes. Uh, and you begin to change the way you think. Mm-hmm. In other words, you don't allow your mind to just fritter off in any direction it wants to go. Mm. You tell your mind, hey, you know, we're not, you know how we all, if we're emotional about something, I mean, mm-hmm. we, we may be an offense or something like that. Yes. You rehearse it over and over in yep. your mind. <laughs> that's what yeah. you got to stop. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. in, and you can, and yeah. it's intentional. And you begin to conquer that fear. It's critical because, Mm. you know, that cancer could still be controlling you five or 10 or, you know, however long after the event and preventing you from going on with life. Mm. Wow. That is so, so, so powerful, Sally. I really, really appreciate you talking to me today and, walking this through has been a joy life you know your life experiences and again i celebrate you as a surgical surgical oncologist you guys are angels <laughs> and well, do you have any parting words for any other woman out there or man and i have not yeah that's right man <laughs> with man breast cancer breast so cancer. far i know <laughs> do you have any parting words for them if um well Let's put it this way. So do you have any three words that continue to resonate with you that you want to pass on to anybody out there? Their families, friends? You know, I, I would say, I, I'm trying to think of what my, my, my parting thoughts would hmm. be to realize hmm. that cancer is going to end up making you stronger as a human being. Yes. Especially if you lean in to God, if you Mm. lean into Jesus. Absolutely. That's where your strength is going to come from. And you're going to, you're going to see, you're going to see things in yourself that you Mm. never realized were there. That is so true. You're going to come through stronger I, I can't tell you how many women five years eight years after their diagnosis they Ooh. almost whispered to me in the office and you know <laughs> because they couldn't tell another human being this you, you yeah. only somebody who's walked this walk would understand yeah. what I'm saying but yeah what they would whisper to me is breast cancer was the best thing that ever happened to me absolutely and the reason yes the reason yes. was because it changed their priorities. Yes. It changed the way they did, you know, what they did with their time. Yep. They got things straightened out in relationships. 
There was a thousand things that happened. And it's not that cancer itself is a good thing. It's absolutely not. Right. But the the whole experience made these women stronger absolutely and they went on and anyway that would be my party words mm-hmm. absolutely and you already sally had made even me stronger and those words really resonate with me because to your point i mean i didn't know my capacity like i'm typical type a personality very shy Mm -hmm. this platform was never anything i would have imagined (laughs) before my diagnosis so yeah that is so 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 true and i thank you so much for being here today sally thank you for the opportunity awesome you have a good afternoon sally okay all right thank you all right okay bye-bye bye-bye